0: All right. Here we go. Okay. Welcome friends back to the bring it on podcast. I am Erin. I'm your host and I am here with a special guest today who is my mother. Her name is Kim. Um, if you know me, I I don't call her Kim. I call her mom. Uh. (laughs) So mom, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. How are you today? I'm ornery as ever. Good. Good. See, and you guys wonder where I get this shit from. I come by it honestly. (laughs) Both. She does. Both parents. Okay, so today I wanted to, this morning after spin class, I was in the shower, which TMI, but I was in the shower and like all of a sudden it hit me upside the head that, okay, it is the month of March. It is Down Syndrome Awareness Month. I am doing, Amy and I are doing the um, National Down Syndrome Society, uh, 321 miles for the month of March for I'm a crazy. fundraiser. Yep. Yep. yeah. She started it. I didn't. Yeah, she did. Yeah. So, and she runs all
1: of it. I don't. I I mean, she runs every, every mile, every
0: fricking mile. So, um, I thought, gosh, dang, since this month or it's down syndrome awareness month, who better to have on the podcast as like my, you're like really honestly, not that Danielle doesn't count, but my first like official guest. (laughs) So, you know, that's good. Yeah. Um, so I thought who better than to talk about down syndrome than, um, you. Okay. So... Yeah, here we go.
1: Okay, ask away.
0: All right, so I suck as an interviewer, so this is, we just more converse. We're just going to have a conversation. Yes, yes. So I guess um, I kind of want to go back to, like, the very beginning. Okay. And tell me about, or tell everybody about, like, because Curtis was born in what, 1982? Two. Okay, I couldn't remember if it was 82 or 83. 82. And I was on a spin bike trying to math this morning, and that shit don't work. So, um, he turned, he turned 40. Yep. Last, yeah. day,
1: last June.
0: Last June. Yeah. So he'll be 41 okay. in June. Um, and it, I remember we've talked about this before that like the doctor said that he would be lucky to live till like what? 18,
1: 18, 19.
0: Yeah. And I, you know, see it. Like, he's 40. He's, he's 40. healthy. Yeah. And ornery. Oh yes.
1: <laughs> we'll get into that too. We um, had no warning that yeah. we were going to have a Down syndrome baby. Right. None at all. Now um,
0: they can like sort of test oh, yeah. for it, but it's not always
1: accurate. I The first ultrasound I ever had in my life was when um, I was pregnant with Lindsay because they were looking to see if we had something else going on. But, oh,
0: really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Lindsay was the last one, you guys. 14, 14 months later. 14 months later. Yeah. So when you had Curtis, kind of like walk
1: walk us through like what that was like. Sure. He was born, um, he was not breathing. Mm-hmm. He had no heartbeat. Yep. Um, he was an emergency high, I mean, forceps delivery. We had no warning at all that there was a problem until the last 20, 30 minutes of labor. Holy crap. And um, he was born absolutely blue. I remember that. Not moving. All I saw was a blue blob that oh. they the doctor threw to the nurse and out they went. We had no clue what was going on. And you're like, what the hell? What would you just do with my kid? Yeah. And doctor didn't tell us anything. That's awesome. Um, it was just not a good situation. Yeah. But thankfully, um, there's a pediatrician that used to be in um, in Waterloo. His name was Dr. Kaz Nelson, also a cardiologist. And he was there that mm-hmm. morning. Curtis would not have made it had he not been there. That's wild. But they resuscitated him, put him on a vent. And um, he was on event for about a week. Mm-hmm. Um, knew he had a heart problem, didn't know what it was. Yep. Um, ultrasound showed that he had more of a spider web for a septum in his heart. He didn't have uh, a center septum at all. It was just all open.
0: So basically, like for those of us who
1: really don't understand what that means, what does that mean? Heart's supposed to have four chambers. Right. You have a right side and a left side. The, r- the blood comes back from the body f- from the right, goes to the lungs, and then exits the heart through the left side Um, there's a wall in between those four chambers he had not a complete wall so his valves were deformed Mm -hmm. and the blood from his lungs called the the good blood was mixing with the bad blood and so his oxygen levels were just shit all the time gotcha
0: gotcha okay Um, also my mom used to be a nurse so like some medical stuff like I have personal 1-800-ASK-A-NURSE when I need it so you know I'm spoiled
1: (laughs) It's great. But I was not a nurse when Curtis was born. Yeah. We were blissfully ignorant. Yeah. I'm very glad I did not have that knowledge that yeah. I gained later in life. Because I could totally it would see have, that. it would have freaked me out completely.
0: Yeah. If you'd actually known. That would be hard. Mm-hmm. Like to know to all, watch all the, of the possibilities. Yes.
1: When he was hurt and, and he was in ICU, it was hard to watch those monitors because I knew what those numbers meant. Yeah. And I was I, blissfully ignorant in that situation. Yeah, I was not. That was scary. Yeah. But he spent um, four weeks at what was St. Francis Hospital, now it's Covenant, um, in their NICU, trying to get a, a regulation of meds to keep his heart beating stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, they sent us home, Oh, he, I think at five weeks. He was feeding every two hours. He would take about 30 cc's or an ounce every two hours, and he would turn blue when he'd take a bottle. Holy shit. Nowadays, they would tube feed them. Mm-hmm. They would put an a NG tube down and go home with it. They didn't do that back then. Mm-hmm. We went to Iowa City at six weeks, and they immediately threw him in ICU. Oh,
0: my God. So he came home and then was home for a week? Mm-hmm. and then you home went for a to, week. Then you went to Iowa City and yes. right back to the NICU. Yep.
1: But it wasn't the NICU this time. It was, it was the ICU. It was, it was Peds ICU this time. Gotcha. That's so wild. Um, the first intern that came in and listened to him, you could see the – Panic mm-hmm. on his intern's face. And he went out and got the fellow, but like, boom. Yeah. And we were escorted to ICU immediately. That's wild. They did a heart catheterization a couple of days later and did a balloon procedure to try to change the blood flow a little bit. Uh huh. Because he was too little to do surgery on. Got, yeah, yeah. He was born, well, he was born at 914. He was nine pounds and 14 ounces and 23 inches long. Yeah. But. A lot of that was fluid because he was in complete heart failure when he was born. Isn't that wild? Yeah, scared. I, well, I but, can't imagine. But we didn't understand what all those numbers meant, right? And um, he was down there for another three weeks, and then he came home, and we fed him every th- two or three hours, and we treated him just like I know we did the rest of you, except for the meds. Uh huh. He was on. Uh, diuretic so he would pee because he would not pee all day i mean disposable diapers because he was so skinny mm-hmm. um, he would only pee when you gave him the medicine the lasix no the only shit. Time he, yep it's the only time he peed that's wild it was wild um then he was on two different heart drugs and then another drug for his blood pressure and potassium and it was just round the clock
0: so that's bananas okay so like Just for context, I was six at this time. So like, I don't really remember any of this. I remember that we had a little brother who was in the hospital, but that's like pretty much it. Yep. You know, I mean.
1: It was a foreign concept to even think that there was a baby because we came home with no baby. Right. Um, But after that. The goal was to get him to 12 pounds, 12 to 15 pounds before they did the open heart surgery. And how long did that take? Well, at 10 and a half months, we went down to Iowa City for a checkup. Mm-hmm. And um, he was blue around his mouth all the time. Yep. His nail beds were blue. Yep. His hands and feet, I don't know if you remember that, were always purple. Yes. And that particular day, it was bad. Mm-hmm. And again, they admitted us to ICU. Like, and they're like, okay. Right <laughs> from the doctor's office. And they said, we can't wait. And we had a really good heart team. We mm-hmm. didn't know that then. And um, Dr. Doty came in and talked to us. He says we are going to do this, this, and this. And he said you have about a thirty percent chance of him making it out of the OR. Holy shit! But we couldn't not do it. Yeah, because he was, he was. If if it had stayed the way it was, probably six or eight weeks, he and would that just been slowly, it. yeah, Cause that's he could, scary. Because he couldn't feed, you know. But they don't do G-tubes. They didn't do G-tubes and stuff back then. Yeah. Very often. A lot of these kids, they did not treat. Even in 1982, they gave us that option when he was born. To just let him die. To just take him home and love him and, and not do anything. Ugh. Yep. I mean, that's a hard concept to think about. Yeah.
0: That's a lot. Like, I mean, you know, they... I remember when I was pregnant with Liv, um... And no, I don't mean anything. But you were a geriatric patient. I don't, and I don't mean anything bad against my husband, but like, uh, Dr. Driscoll's like, or no, it wasn't Driscoll. It was, uh, shit, no, I forgot her name. Um, I can see her face. I know who you mean. Yeah. And she's like, well, asked about, you know, genetic testing. And I'm like, no, what's it matter? Yeah. And I'm like, why? Well, that way you can kind of know beforehand. And I'm like, for what purpose? And she said, well, some people choose to terminate. I'm like, fuck that. Like, no. And Eric's like, well, I'd really like to know. I'm like, why? And I I, I did it. I got stabbed how many freaking times when, because you want to do this stupid thing? When we were but,
1: pregnant with Lindsay, which was not a, a fun welcome event. Yeah. Because we had so much going on with Curtis. Mm-hmm. Um, the OB, they sent me to a a high risk OB that time. And he almost demanded that we do an amnio and all this. It's like, no, yeah. I'm not going to abort this baby. If she is, she is right. Um, we get what we get. Yeah. Um, Curtis's pediatrician just kept saying, I've never had two down syndrome children in the same family. You're fine. Don't worry about it. Uh-huh. And so I chose to accept that part.
0: Yeah. And that, and, and see, and I know that like, I, Eric wasn't like, you know, like we're going to terminate her.
1: And that, that's not, not what I was getting at. Trisomy 21 that Curtis has is not hereditary. Yeah. It's a a, fluke. It's a abnormal egg Mm -hmm. that gets released and gets fertilized. Mm -hmm. One out of every, about 700 live births is a child with trisomy 21. Oh, really? Yes. Huh. That's, that's a lot. When Curtis was born, there was a pocket of down syndrome children, in this area born within six months of each other um, and we were studied uh-huh by different groups because there was a pocket and they tried to decide was an environmental uh-huh they, it, nothing ever came out of it that's so weird but um, yeah that was weird that is weird it was weird but it was helpful because the parents we were able to stick together and and do things in as a group for yeah. kids, and that worked really well.
0: Yeah, it kind of gives you a, uh, a tribe of sorts, a network of people to...
1: But when they did his open-heart surgery, um, they told us it would be three hours. Uh-huh. And they took him, of course, like at six in the morning, right? and, and surgery started at about nine-ish, because mm-hmm. they had trouble getting lines in, which we expected. Mm-hmm. And um, at noon, we had not heard anything. At two o'clock, we had not heard anything. Oh, my God. At three o'clock, we got a call. And one of the scrub nurses came out. She said, we've taken him off bypass twice, and we've had to put him back on. Mm-hmm. He's not tolerating this well. You guys need to come down. Oh, crap. So he's in the PICU, and we go see him, and he's purple. I mean, head he, to toe purple. Head to toe purple. He looks Ugh. awful. And shes they just closed him because they could do anything else. Yeah. And Dr. Doty said, it's either going to work or it's, or it's not. So I can't tell you," he so said. "We did everything we could do. He's not tolerating it well. We expected him not to tolerate it well, mm-hmm. and they put him back on bypass in the, in the PICU, which at that time was something they didn't do. Yeah. Now it's it's common. They call it um, ECMO. And oh yeah, I've actually heard yeah, of that. Yeah, and it wasn't that refined then. Yeah. But he basically had a heart lung machine sitting beside his bed, looks like a dialysis machine. Yeah. That was oxygenating his blood because his heart couldn't do it. Ha, huh. and about six or seven days in, all of a sudden his numbers got better. He they let him wake up a little bit, mm-hmm. and he was feisty. Yeah, and um, he was still on a vent. Yeah, and at day ten, he was a little bit more awake. He extubated himself, meaning he pulled his tube yes. out. Yes, and <laughs> I then, remember you telling us. And from that. then on, he got better. Yeah, and it was amazing. And it, he's been cardiac wise fine sense yeah it's had a couple heart catheterizations but what they did has held uh-huh and that was a they weren't sure because they put so much patch in there that they didn't know if it was going to grow mm-hmm. is this heart going to be constricted um well cardiac. yeah
0: because like what do they use for that patch
1: your heart sits in a, a sack yeah it's called a pericardial sac, and they use part of that tissue to build new valves for Curtis oh okay they did not want to do artificial valves Yeah. because it was well, size, they didn't have anything small enough anyway. Right. And pork valves, are, which is what they use in people, mm-hmm. were way too big.
0: Yeah. And plus, I would imagine that since he was an infant, you know, you have to take growing into... And
1: Dr. Doty said his heart is the size of a walnut. What size is it supposed to be? Um, His was bigger than it was supposed to be at his age. Okay. Because he was in congestive heart failure. But think of it that way. He says, we're working on... Something the size of a walnut. Yeah. And trying to figure out how we can do this so his body will grow. Yeah. And let it grow. Yeah. And they didn't have any idea if it would work or not. And it did. Huh. Heartwise, he's he's good. Yeah. But his pediatrician always told me, he says, Mom, one of these days, it's just not going to be good. And you're not going to have a warning. And there's not going to be a whole lot you can do about it. Yeah. But just accept it. Take him home and love him. So we did. Huh. And we have ever since. <laughs> and 40 years later. 40 years later, Dr. Kaz Nelson would be so proud. Yeah. Because that man, if he had not been at St. Francis that morning, it could have been way different. I imagine. Isn't yeah. that wild how that stuff happens? When Lindsay, when I was in labor with Lindsay, um, we were only at the hospital about 40 minutes before she was born. But Kaz was walking through. Uh-huh. And he looked at me he says, I'm sticking around. <laughs> Just in case. And she was fine. And she was fine. Yeah. Yeah. And he brought her to me mm-hmm. and he says, told you she'd be fine yeah and she was that isn't that something that's so far fo- so but wild we were so upset or i was so upset when i was pregnant with Lindsay, because i'm thinking oh my god i've got this kid that is has all these problems i'm pregnant with another one and i thought i was gonna go out of my ever-loving mind not to mention four, four other, other kids. older siblings we had ten or six kids in ten years yeah you're yeah,
0: fucking crazy too. People think I'm crazy. That's crazy. You got it, uh, We didn't know any different. Well, no, I know. And it was, it was a little different though. But
1: having Lindsay was a good thing for Curtis because he was so delayed physically because mm-hmm. of all of his problems. He was just tiny. And when Lindsay sat up, Curtis sat up. Yep. When Lindsay crawled, Curtis crawled. Yep. And they just mirrored each other all the way. Yeah, I remember that. But back... Back to the surgery bit. When we went to Iowa City that day, remember he was born at nine fourteen. Uh-huh. He weighed 10 pounds and 4 ounces, and he was 10 and a half months old. Holy crap. And he was still in newborn clothes. Yep. He still wore newborn diapers. Yep. He still would only eat 2 ounces at a time. Yeah. If you could get that in him. Yeah. Um, he was just this little tiny little... I kind of vaguely remember that. Not... I mean, I was so young, but yeah. like... I, I did dig out some pictures and you can show folks the, the, because the before surgery and the after surgery is dramatic. Yeah. Just dramatic. Cause he could barely hold his head up. Um, yep. He was just weak all the time. Yeah. Cause he, his, his heart was sick. Yeah. Isn't that crazy?
0: And like when, when we were kids, I mean, my earliest memories really that kind of are still there are of when, when him
1: and Lindsay were crawling. Yeah. And then, you know. And it was like twins at that point in yes. time because they did everything at the same time. And Had then, we not had Lindsay, I'm not sure he would have progressed as quickly as he did. Uh-huh. Yeah, because she was there to, mm-hmm. to shove him Push along. Him. Yep.
0: And, yeah, because him and Amy, Amy's what? She's 40. She's 15 months older than Curtis. Okay, I couldn't remember how much yeah. older she was than them. There's too many of us. I don't even know how old I am mostly, <laughs> so it's fine. I'm old. I, yeah, I'm old. I'm, my girls tell me I'm old all the time. Uh, but like, I remember them like crawling and then learning to walk. And then, uh, and once, once he
1: was mobile, there was no stopping that kid. Mm-mm, not at all. He, we did not treat him any different than we did any of the rest of you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, we took him everywhere. We did not hide him away. Mm-hmm. He, it was, he was us. Yeah. He was ours and we're just going to go on. Yeah. Um Sometimes, even back then, families did not do that. They offered us to one not physically take care of his medical needs or to there were several places they gave us booklets that we could take, put him and then not take him home. Oh my God. yeah, that was common back then. really in the 80s, early 80s, that was still still done a lot. That's and I just couldn't fathom that. No, he's was like he's our kid. We'll do whatever and you know we were milking cows and we had farm stuff and yeah I don't know how we did it but uh, we I don't did. know either you just do right you just figure it out and then it when Lindsay was 18 months I decided I was gonna go back to school I remember <laughs>
0: those gigantic freaking text textbooks. medical textbooks sitting on the kitchen table
1: and like just being like that's huge I would put you guys to bed at 8 30 all six of you were in bed by 8 30 and yep. I would study until about 11 yep Every night. Yeah. I remember That's that. That's how I did that. But. And Curtis was how old when he went back to school? Curtis would have been about two and a half, three yeah. ish, three ish, because there's 15 months, about three. That's crazy. And by that point in time, he was already in school. Yeah. Because mentally um, retarded kids got to go at three. He was in preschool and independence. Mm-hmm. And um, school was a whole nother roll, but you just do what you do (laughs) you know we he did well in independence until he was about fourth grade level Mm -hmm. fourth grade age and then they just didn't have programming for him anymore yeah and were unwilling to develop that programming because at that point in time it wasn't mandatory Uh uh-huh um so we made the decision to send him to River Hills yep. in Cedar Falls, and that was a very difficult decision because it was far away. Yeah, and, and I remember the bus would the, come. The bus ride, he was on two buses because mm-hmm. Iowa law was an hour and 15 minutes mm-hmm. on a bus, and it took, their bus route was two hours and 10. Mm-hmm. So he would be on a bus, and in Dunkerton, they would put him on another bus, and then his time started again, mm-hmm. which we didn't know that part of it till much later when his hearing aids came up missing. yeah. And the one gal said, they must have got lost in the bus transfer. And you're like, what? What bus transfer? (laughs) What the heck? But it didn't bother Curtis at all. Yeah. The bus ride, he still rides in a car very well. Yeah. It didn't bother him a bit. Yeah. He got acclimated at a young age. He did. He did. And that got better as time went on. But um, he stayed at River Hills until he was almost 21. He graduated a few days before his 21st birthday. Mm. And he has a high school diploma from both Independence and um, River Hills.
0: Yeah. And here my kid is not even going to be in, <laughs> better not be in school that long. And he thinks it's hell. <laughs> I need to, I need to like remind,
1: tell him about that whole yeah. thing that, you know, your Uncle Curtis was 21 before he finally graduated. Yep. And he's still got his diploma. Yep. He does. He's got two of them. He's both. I mean, I was surprised with the Independence one. I didn't realize he got that one. Yeah. That's so cool. It was. Um, River Hills is a wonderful place to send your child if you need that kind of ed- education yeah it's a pain in the butt because sh- the distance but nowadays it's not a big deal I drive everywhere all the time anyway so uh-huh.
0: yeah and you're not trying to go to school no or no. work and in Cedar Rapids when your kids are all north
1: yeah it, that was an interesting time three I don't recommend three children in high school at the same time it's, <laughs> it's a little stressful <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah especially when you know you get a phone call that mom I went in the dish." well no it wasn't even I don't even remember who I
1: called that day but you know it whatever. wasn't me I found out later <laughs> but, but Curtis is more normal than he is abnormal I guess is the way to put it yes um, he has excellent problem solving skills he is very smart he's very fucking opinionated too yes and he him and Amy are very much the same in <laughs> <Yeah>. that regard <laughs> oh my god yes um, both stubborn as the day is long. Yes. Um, but as a as a child, he played outside. He played with trucks. He did all the same stuff. He played in the cow yard with you guys. Mm-hmm. And his biggest thing was he would disappear. And that's what we were talking about yes. this
0: morning. And you guys, the, the whole, like, this conversation started and then, uh, yeah. So, like, I told some of the girls in spin class this morning, like, when I was – what? Because you worked second
1: shift for like the longest time. Yep. Okay, it seemed like the longest time. It was the longest time. And and dad worked. Because I could do the mornings. Dad was not good at getting you guys ready in the yeah. morning. If if I worked second shift, I could get everybody ready. Yep. Everybody's bagged to the right place. Get them sent to the right place so your day was started okay. Yeah. Evenings were probably shit, but. It, well, you know, we it, figured it, it out. It, <laughs> it, that worked best for us. Yeah. But, um. Curtis was a challenge.
0: Oh my god, he was. I was talking about the time, and it, and it's funny because before we started recording, Mom talked about um our well, there are cousins, aren't they? Yeah, they're cousins. Okay, so my cousin um, Carmen came to was high school. Was, was in high, high school, school, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was still. She was. I was still probably in L, mm,
1: Maybe probably middle school. Maybe but middle school, but going I was still pretty young. Middle yeah. So she tell this story. Okay carmen decided or we decided that carmen would be a good fit to watch the kids during the summer while i worked um she was responsible she had lots of experience with kids and it's like okay she can handle this Mm -hmm. crazy bunch the very first day (laughs) that carmen came to babysit i actually that day worked 11 a.m to 11 Mm p.m so i was there in the morning and about two hours after carmen had got there i got a phone call and it was carmen and she was very upset. She was almost hysterical. She could not find Curtis anywhere. She'd searched and she'd searched and she thought she was <laughs> gonna go to hell because she'd lost the child. I mean, it was it was traumatic. And for me, it was, I was trying not to laugh. Because right? it happens all the time. So I ran down his list of um, hiding, places. hiding places. And I said, he will be silent. He will not answer you. He's so stealthy. Yes. He's still that way. Um, eventually, underneath the sink, kitchen sink, right in the in the kitchen, he was in that cabinet, and he could see her looking for him, and mm-hmm. he was sitting in there giggling. Yes, and she never came back. <laughs> oh, it was so traumatic to her. She no, we we had to have a different plan. She wasn't gonna do that. <laughs> I totally identify with her frustration because you you guys listen. All right
0: to understand like you think of man i don't even know what to compare this to but like you would blink and the kid would be gone and you wouldn't know it for a freaking hour unless you were like all of a sudden you realize oh shit where's, where's curtis
1: where's <laughs> used to be a And big... then
0: it's like your panic because he could be fucking anywhere
1: we, i got to call mom
0: we lived out in the middle of nowhere um on a farm on a gravel road he was excellent on his bike he oh my gosh And he would go to the neighbors. He would go down to Graham's house. And that's what I was talking about this morning. Um, I don't know. I was probably 11, 12, somewhere around in there. And it was in the summer. Mm -hmm. And everybody was at work. And all his kids were home. And, like, all of a sudden, Kurt's gone. And I'm like, shit. And he had been for probably, I don't know, a week or two weeks, been disappearing and walking down the road to Graham's house. I don't know what the hell he was doing down there. But Maybeth and Art still mm-hmm. lived there at that time. And so, like, I remember I had walked down there, and I was so pissed. And, like, totally lost my cool. And I was talking about how strong he is.
1: Because the kid's like a freaking ox. Yep. Even when he was little. Like, to take his hand and try to force him to walk a certain manner uh, or a certain way, no. It, it was not happening. Mm-mm.
0: Like, I don't know where he get got his strength from. But, like, I, I picked him up. I threw him over my shoulder like a sack of potatoes and he literally wiggled and shoved out of my arms and he landed on his head on the gravel road. <laughs> and like and then I'm bawling and, and it's just a disaster. I'm like, "Oh my god, I killed him." You know, and he's got blood running everywhere and like, "Oh god." <laughs> I will never till the day I die forget the day that he wrote draw or drew over the living room wall <gasps> with black, black Sharpie. Sharpie. It's a wonder I didn't kill anybody with all the chemicals I mixed together to try to get that shit off the wall that day. Yeah. Just.
1: One of the, one God. Of the, one of the biggest escape things that comes to my mind is we went to Dubuque with my parents for I a picnic. forgot about this. And we're up at. Pikes Peak. Not Pikes Peak, but the one that's in in Dubuque. can't remember what its name is. It was the
0: Lock and Dam. Well,
1: but before we were up at the the park and my dad wanted to take the kids down to Lock and Dam. And I said, no. I said, I don't think that's a good idea. And my dad's like, oh, it's fenced. Mm -hmm. We'll be fine. So we have two different vehicles and six kids. And I think probably Brad and Lori were along because Chris and Larry were there. And it was a whole family. We tootle down the Lock and Dam. And before... Our car was in park. Curtis was out of his car seat, out of the car, yep. ran across the parking lot and over the fence. Oh my god! At the lock. And at that time, the fence was only about three feet tall. Uh huh. And his little feet were, still little were over the edge of the the cement there. He's looking down, and there's a gentleman in a boat. Uh huh. That. Because they're bringing the water up, and he starts talking to Curtis. Yes, I remember this because, like, I knew if I yelled, he was going to fall because yep. he would have turn around and looked at me. Yep, and I was, I was paranoid. I, I was petrified. I, was I can horrified. remember that in my and head. The security guard that had been in the guardhouse, which was probably 150 feet away, mm-hmm. saw what was happening. The gentleman was talking to Curtis. Curtis was talking to the gentleman in the boat. Yep. And the security guy got up behind him and grabbed him around the waist. Yeah. And I will never forget that. To Oh,
0: total heart failure. Total heart but failure. But he was
1: so fast. Yes. Because he, before we even had the car in park. Yeah. He, had, he, he was, was out. out. And he could unlock, he could undo his seatbelt in, in the car seat that we had at that time. Yeah. Like he missed his calling of a magician. Yes. Escape artist. And it was sometimes frustrating that those things that he had to think through to do those rotten things. If you could just get it going the other direction, <laughs> sometimes you know, right? Productive, productive. Yeah, not I mean, just being a shit. Educational wise, he can read a little, uh huh, but not a lot. Yep. Um, but I think if someone had the patience and the skills, you could he could read. I'm sure he can. Oh, just, probably. It, he doesn't. Yeah, but he's a total movie buff. He's a movie buff. He's a Star Wars fanatic. Yep. Um, he loves Garth Brooks. Yes. And he tells me about his cowboy boots every time I yes. see him. And he wore a new hat the last time he came home. Yep. He had a brand new hat. and He was very proud of his hat, and we had to put it in the car in the back so we didn't get yes. it didn't get bumped. <laughs> it didn't
0: was- get. Oh my gosh! You remember what? Well, okay, so here's something I just thought of. Was I remember after Andy moved out um, and Curtis was upstairs? He was he was really good with Legos. Yes. And like still too good with Legos. I remember going into his room one day and I moved something and okay, listen, like Legos are kryptonite. I picked them up and they just like explode in my hands. I I don't know why I'm not good. And I, and he was so organized. Like his, his cars were lined up perfectly. Everything was like super organized. And Aaron walks in the door and moved something and just falls apart. in My hands
1: or you move a lego from where it was at a quarter of an inch he would know he would, you know. would know yeah
0: yeah he laughed at me that day yeah. it's okay Erin. it's okay i'm like oh my god i broke it he's like no you didn't break it
1: and he is still <laughs> that way his room um that at his house where he lives is very organized yeah he has everything it just it brought back memories when i took him home from christmas we bought him some things that needed to hang on the wall so mm-hmm. i took my hammer and and my Hanging yep. kit and all that and he was very particular about where they went yeah and what the orientation was of the such that we gave him and then I thought we were done and he said to me wait a minute and out from in between his bed and his desk or whatever two more things to hang on the wall that he'd received from, from somebody else so oh it, I had the stuff and we just we kept <laughs> hanging stuff on the wall so he doesn't have a lot of wall space left yep um, so I can't give him any more pictures of Darth Vader or Star Wars or whatever to hang up because he doesn't take anything down. Yeah. And we're, we're running out of wall space.
0: That's so crazy. But he,
1: we've given him like the Darth Vader head and the baby Yoda that are Legos. Yeah. And him and his, whoever's with him, his name's Roger, usually does the evenings. They've put them all together and, and they-, they are sitting on his desk yeah you don't touch them
0: i wouldn't no i i don't even think i would come within three feet of them i asked roger like,
1: how you dust them because yeah. darth vader's all black and uh-huh. he goes well the boys are clean so it's not too bad but <laughs> we have to do it careful
0: <laughs> maybe some canned air yeah.
1: and their, their <laughs> house is absolutely spotless yeah everything in the kitchen is organized and put away the yep. refrigerator is his roommate has one side Kurt has the other mm-hmm. and it's it's he's still that way yeah, that's so cool. He's not sloppy. He's not. Mm-mm. Everything is just exactly the way he wants it. Yeah. It's and funny. if it's
0: not, you know about it. Yes, you know about it. Yeah, he is. Um, he is, He's very particular about what he likes, what he does not like. And a Scooby-Doo shirt is fucking <laughs> lame. Oh, my God. I bought him. What was it? Like a, polo, a shirt polo shirt that had Scooby-Doo on it. And he's like, and
1: we all thought it was so cute. So cool. And he's going to love it. No, he opens it up, looks at me. This is dumb. And through the shirt. I'm like, <laughs> you little ass.
0: <laughs> and it's been a running joke for like the last 10 years yeah. because
1: of it. Oh, my gosh. Because there were three or four years in a row where somebody gave him something that he thought was dumb. And you knew it. And Oh, yeah. He let you know.
0: Yes. And it's been like this, like a family running. Okay, who's going to get who's this shitty get...
1: gift this year? <laughs> and we don't exchange gifts with all the kids anymore because there's too many. Oh my of God, them there's too many. It, it's just way too expensive. But everybody always gets something for- For Curtis, yeah, and so Curtis always has a big haul at Christmas time, yeah, or a birthday or whatever. Yeah, it's kind of a competition between us siblings, yes, and it's kind of funny to watch. But back when Curtis was in the the car accident or the the bus accident and was in ICU at Covenant, Mm -hmm. and he was not doing well, no, he wasn't. He had two collapsed lungs and it just a whole myriad of things, seven broken ribs, oh, it was a train, broken ribs, and whatever. Well, he needed to get out of bed because he was going to get pneumonia, and they tried and tried and tried to get him up, Uh and he was in so much pain. He actually had an epidural because he was in so much pain, and they could not get him to get up, and Amy walked in one morning and bribed him, Mm -hmm. told him that she would get him the biggest bunch of Star Wars balloons she could find if he would get out of that bed. Yep. And between Amy and three physical therapists and two nurses, they finally got him up and in the chair. And then she off she went to find every Star Wars (laughs) she could find. And the ones she came back with took up half the room. And one of them was the Darth Vader that has the like the crepe paper legs. Yeah, so it would float. Yep. And the nurses didn't like that one because it was creepy. Yeah, it was creepy. In the the night. Yes. But yeah, that was what it took to get him out of bed.
0: Yeah. So the whole situation with that was. They he they have like a shuttle that they go from his house to work in. Mm-hmm. From
1: he was living in Fairbank
0: at yeah, the time. Yeah, he was living in Fairbank at the time and working at the Old Wine um, Goodwill. Goodwill. So there, there's is a direct, basically a direct county Straight, highway, yep. and there is an intersection that it, Amish Boulevard with Amish Boulevard, and it, this intersection is. I don't know why people fucking run the stop sign all the time, but it, it is a very common crash yes. place. Well, this girl blew the stop sign, t boned the bus, and the bus ended up in the ditch. Over and, twice. Oh yeah, it rolled, and Curtis was really banged up.
1: He was pinned in the bus underneath the seats. Yeah, and the bus driver was in critical condition. Curtis uh-huh. was also. Yep. The other boy that was on the bus had a cut on his head, so he was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, had the deputy not shown up when he did, mm-hmm. Curtis might not have made it out because yeah.
0: Ben knew what to do. Yeah. Yeah, because it was Ben Ward mm-hmm. that f- that came up on Combat scene. Medic. Um, yeah, <laughs> Ben Ben is uh, Buchanan County Sheriff. He re- he's a K9 unit. Good friend. Mm-hmm. Um, his wife. I mean, we grew up with Christy. Yes. She was in
1: Amy's class, right? Yeah. He didn't realize who it was. Yeah. until he went home and told Christy. But um, yeah, Curtis was pinned in. It took a long time to get him out. Uh-huh. But it, you, as a parent, you expect phone calls every once in a while. Your kid's done this. He's in the hospital or whatever. Never in my life would I expect the call that Curtis was in an accident, he's being life flighted. Yeah, that just I I could not comprehend it. It's mm-hmm. like, what? Yeah, uh, wait a minute, Curtis is being life flighted, like how? What happened, mm-hmm. you know, because he doesn't drive, right? Um, he's a bicycle nut, but he, it, uh, yeah, that was really, really, really bad.
0: Yeah, and he was in the hospital for
1: three God. weeks yeah in ICU for three weeks and then he was in extended care for another four
0: yeah and we kind of rotated and took turns
1: going up and staying with him because At night. it was yeah. yeah that was rough it was it was rough yeah. um but that was not a call I was expecting no and then then my mind goes to the cardiac thing it's like oh crap is this going to be the stressor right that puts him over the edge mm-hmm. and his heart has held and done fine and his lungs were really banged up but he did heal mm-hmm. and um he did have covid this last year but he recovered yep in like 10 days he's yep. up and going and no problem at all
0: yeah there.
1: he's a tough little shit he
0: is a tough little uh, well and he le- really little either no not anymore i mean he is he's a full-grown man and <laughs> he always cracks me up because after like <laughs> After we have dinner or whatever, <laughs> he'll sit there in his chair like an old man and pat his belly <laughs> and laugh and laugh. And he's so funny. I mean, if he, the probably the most difficult thing with,
1: you know, or not quote normal is his speech. His speech. Communication is diff was, yeah. has always been a challenge.
0: Yeah. And like, you know, we grew up with him, so we always were able to I translate, understand what he's talking about. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, and if, once you're around him for a while, you, it's easier to understand like anybody else. But, um, you know, now, now, that, not so much, now, not so much see him as yeah, every because, day. Yeah, I mean, he and has his to, own life.
1: I have to ask him several times to repeat it. And yep. that used to make him mad. Uh huh. Um, he would tell you once again, but the third time, nope, not doing it. Yeah. He just would look at you like, get your shit together, mom. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. he has no patience for bullshit. Uh, No, he does not. Unless he's the one causing it. Yes. But he's, he still only likes a few things to eat. He doesn't branch out a whole lot, but since he's, he does live in a house now with one roommate Mm -hmm. in old wine, um, he's blossomed. He's a totally different person Uh than when he first moved out. Yep. He wouldn't come out of his room. Mm -hmm. He he didn't like to go anywhere unless it was to Walmart to look at the the hot wheels cars. Yes. Um, Getting him to go anywhere was like pulling teeth, mm-hmm. and when he'd go, he would not participate. Yeah, he would just sit and basically pout. Pout, yeah. And now he is a social butterfly. If I want to take him out for lunch, I have to call way ahead to be able to get on his on social his calendar. Yes, because he's busy. They yes, go. They go to all kinds of places. Yeah,
0: they go bowling all the time. They go to movies. They go to so movies. Go to-
1: they, they go shopping. They uh-huh. go. They just do everything that you could possibly think of, and he's happy. Yeah, he's healthy. Yeah, and he's. In a good place. Yeah. But I would never have believed we would be at 40 years now. Because I really did not expect him.
0: to. I I mean, that's just what they told us. Yeah. And like, how do you have, there's no, there's no way to know or Mm -mm. even, you know, you you hope and you pray for the best and all those things. But like, you just don't know, Mm -hmm. you know. And like, we were talking this morning, it took me, you know, life with Curtis growing up was really fucking difficult. Mm-hmm. You know, a I had a, of, I had a lot of responsibilities and then you add that whole element of the mental retardation in. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. And just, you know, and like so much the developmental stuff, like the the mental retardation stuff, like that doesn't even it was it was the you're a little shit and you disappear <laughs> and you don't do what you're asked to do and you're always into shit and like I wanna like just tape, tape you to a fucking chair yep. and walk away. <laughs> and like, it's so frustrating. But I really attribute a lot of my resilience now in life to that. Yes.
1: And it you was know, a good learning experience for all of you. Oh, man. Um, you had to to accept things that were different. Yeah. And not. You couldn't make excuses for it. No. You couldn't fix it. Nope. You just had to figure out a way through it. Yeah. And yeah. it's it was a challenge. Those years were... That was brutal. I would not want to go back to those <laughs> years for any amount of Same. anything. Same. Um, but once... After he graduated from high school, he kind of became a hermit for a few mm-hmm. years because he, he just was not willing to participate in anything.
0: Yeah. And imagine what a, what a difference that was from going, you know, from his perspective. And I've thought about this a little mm-hmm. bit of, you know, from being in a house full of kids and constant chaos, cause there's always chaos, yeah. you know, and so many people running around and all that to not, you know, when when I graduated, I moved out. Brooke graduated. She moved out. Amy graduated. She moved out. You know, and then it's just him and Linz.
1: Mm-hmm. And then. Lindsay was gone.
0: Lindsay was gone. And he's by himself. And then he, he you know,
1: you're. Were- we would not see him during the day. He would. His bedroom was on the second floor. He would come down and have breakfast. Yep. And go up back upstairs to his room. And you would not see him until you called him for lunch. And most of the time he would not eat downstairs. He would take his plate back upstairs to his room. Uh-huh. He came down to pee. And for food, yeah, <laughs> that's the only time you really saw him. Sounds like Alex. <laughs> and you know he was a movie nut. Yep. And he would he watched movies in his room all day, or he would draw. Uh huh. Remember the drawings? Yep. Just, I do. I forgot st- about that. He still does that. Does he? Yep. He he still draws, and he the things same, same things over and over and over and over and over again. Huh. Um. But the isolation for him was really difficult. I'll bet. Um. He went through a. Bad period of depression. Uh huh. He got physical. Yeah. For a while, which was totally out of the blue. Mm-hmm. We'd never had. Yeah. That issue, and he hit me one day. Uh huh. And knocked me on the floor. Yeah. And I hit him back. Yeah. It just, you know. And then he was really upset. He went out and found Dad. Mm-hmm. It happened to be when your dad was home. Yeah. And that's when we decided, okay, we have to do something. Mm-hmm. We can't. This isn't working. Right. He was working in Independence at Goodwill. For four hours a day, two days a week or three days a week. Mm-hmm. But he needed something else. And yeah. then we started looking into services and things for him to move. Yeah. But we didn't have a lot of choice. Right. I did not want to put him in a group home. Mm-hmm. I refused to put him in a group home. I was yep. not going to do that. And finally, we found an opportunity through Full Circle and Independence to put him in a house with one other person. hmm and we didn't like that it was in Fairbank, yep. but it worked fine. Mm-hmm. It would have been just like if he had been in Brandon, nice small town. Yep. And um. And everybody in town knew who he was. Everybody in town knew who he was. Yep. They knew his routines. They knew the people at the...
0: At the Casey's
1: at knew him. At the Casey's <laughs> knew him. The people at um, the grocery store, the deli used to yep. be there, and they always knew he wanted two chicken legs and mashed potatoes and gravy. Yep. And, and I a would, Mountain Dew. Uh-huh, I would walk in <laughs> and she and they'd look at me and say, oh, it's... Do you need Kurt lunch for Kurt? Yes, please. I mean, yeah. they all knew him. He rode his bike all over town. Yeah. Um. Once, about two years into that, he started to open up and mm-hmm. started to blossom. And now, the last time he was home, I don't know if you noticed that he never stopped talking.
0: Yeah. The whole
1: time. He never shut up. And usually after dinner and he's had his pie, he's ready to go. He, he wants to go home and he's uh-huh. looking at me like, Mom, I'm ready to go. Yeah. Ready to go. And everybody
0: else. And he else was still, that way for years. Yes.
1: Years. Yeah, like, it was, like, pr- pulling teeth getting him to but, come. But at Thanksgiving time this year, because we didn't really get together for Christmas. He came home, but not everybody else did. But at Thanksgiving, everybody was home. Yeah. And even, like, Grant, Derek, and Paige, mm-hmm. he talked to everybody. Yeah, he. I mean, he talked Matt's leg off. Yeah. Which is, like, Matt's looking like, what is going on here? That's funny. And yeah. he's happy. Yeah, he's, that's awesome. He's not on any... I mean I and mean, he still takes something for depression but that's all he's on mm-hmm. He's not anything for anxiety or anything like that mm-hmm. anymore and um he's just enjoying life
0: and that's so cool like to just think about
1: the beginning to now i am confident that if heaven forbid dad and i would both kick off today mm-hmm. you guys don't have to worry about curtis he has successfully launched yeah he is stable with what's going on and his life would not change no i don't think at it all would. and you guys' demands would not change either. Yeah. It's just he's he's in a good place. Yeah. And Full Circle has done an amazing job. Yeah. You know. An amazing job. Yeah,
0: they've done great. I mean, I know that there's been some
1: rough patches with some things, but mm-hmm. I mean But we've all gotten through it. Yeah. And um he's in a good place.
0: He is. And he's it's it's so cool to see like that at Thanksgiving. Yes. I that was that was, was really fun. neat to see. It was really fun. And like you know, the kids, the little kids, they're still, well, I they guess. They don't know him very well. Yeah, they don't know him very well. So, you know, they're still a little timid around mm-hmm. him or whatever. Yep. But, you know, it's it's really good to see him. And he's not, he doesn't just like, he's not grouchy. and nope. He doesn't sit in the corner
1: and just pout. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Which we, he did that for a long time. Oh my God, he did. But does, he's, he's social. Does he still have the no broccoli sign on the door? Yes, <laughs>
1: he has a no broccoli sign on, on his
0: door. Okay, so this is another funny Curtisism. When I don't even remember when this happened, but if you could not, you could not cook broccoli at our house when Curtis was around.
1: Nope, because he would literally gag and puke mm-hmm. from <laughs> the, the smell of broccoli. Of broccoli, yeah. And, he, and you could not have lettuce, a oh, salad yeah. on the table for the same reason. Yeah. He didn't smell it. But the moment he saw lettuce. He would he gag. Would, he would gag. <laughs> and this and went he- on for years.
0: <laughs> I remember that. He would be like, hu, hu, hu. and I'm like, oh, my God, you're so dramatic.
1: Hu, hu. It, it was just <laughs> reflex. He could not help it. But when he moved into this little house in Fairbank, we had a sign made. Uh-huh. A printed off the computer that it was a big head of broccoli, and it said, it no, said broccoli. no broccoli zone. <laughs> and we had to warn all of the staff: no, you. Ca- I'm sorry, you cannot. Yeah, you can't you have, cannot broccoli. have broccoli here. <laughs> it is banned. I don't care if you're warming your lunch up, and it was your your lunch three days ago. No, you cannot warm up broccoli in the. Don't house. even bring it in the house. Yeah, it's it was bad, but now it doesn't seem to. I mean, broccoli I don't cook, but lettuce doesn't bother the lettuce him anymore. doesn't bother him anymore. You know he. He can and, be around lettuce and he's okay, but the broccoli thing was just...
0: Oh, my God. God. And that's so hilarious how just one thing would set him off and just, like, he, he would... He couldn't fr- help it. No, he couldn't help it. and he His would eyes
1: would tear up and he'd start <laughs> gagging and... We're such assholes to talk about it, but it was freaking hilarious. Oh, my God. He's fun. He um, is. His his early childhood was rough just because of medical stuff and uh-huh. just chaos in a farm that we were oh, up God. to our eyeballs in debt and... It was not a good time, no. in River City, but um, everybody learned good skills. I think from that. Yeah, I think even so. though you didn't know you were learning them. Yeah, you guys learned how to be resilient. You learned how to be fighters. Yeah, in and a lot of respects, you don't give up.
0: No, and you know, and one thing that I about people who have downs is that like they don't have or they don't seem to be affected by so many of the dumb stressors in life that the rest of us do. They have such a a pure joy. He has a happy heart. Yeah. And that's like, that's like one of the, the biggest things that it took me a really long time to understand that and, and really see that like, holy shit, you know, how one person could have all this mountain of issues and problems and things, but like, They are the happiest people. I think we're the ones at a disadvantage. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like, because they're just like, "Eh, well,
1: whatever. The only thing that, I can't say it upsets me, but one thing that Curtis has, he does not like to be hugged. Yeah. He does not like to to plant a kiss on his face. I can identify with that. When he graduated from high school at River Hills, there was like six in his class, but they did the whole commencement and it was a big thing. Yeah, I remember that. And when they got their diploma... They were given a flower and they were to take it to their mother. Uh And everybody hugs everybody. And Curtis walks up to me and he sticks out his hand and we shook hands. And the (laughs) whole place (laughs) erupted because the staff knew he wasn't going to. No, no hug there. He just (sighs) stuck out his hand and and shook my hand and handed me a flower. And it was just like, yep, that's Kurt. Oh, my gosh. He, He still doesn't.
0: Not a to hugger. To this day,
1: he's not a hugger. Not a hugger. But he wasn't either. He wasn't that way when he was little either. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because he had so much pain when he was little and so many things hurt. Yeah. I don't know. But huh. he'll he'll shake your hand or he'll wave at you. And yeah. Like, I mean,
0: I have friends that are like, I okay. no hug zone. Yeah. yeah I okay. I, I okay. okay. I okay. Uh, uh, don't come into but my that, bubble.
1: But that day was hilarious oh because my God. everybody else got a hug. Yes. And he stuck out his hand and shook my hand. He's such a shit. And with that little grin,
0: yes, that little shitty grin that he'd probably get out of,
1: you know, get by with murder. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. He's oh, he's man. fun. I appreciate more now. Yeah, everything that we survived. Oh my god! <laughs> and we and like, and when you're in it, you don't understand. It. No, because you are just it's in survival, survival mode, hundred yeah. percent survival mode. And we we took him everywhere. Mm-hmm. I drug that poor kid to ball games and oh, yeah. more ball games and oops, more stuff like that. And he was accepted uh-huh. by the student bodies. Yeah, everybody knew him. Yep. Um, when I'd go to a basketball game, most of the time, he had he was in River Hills by that time, but the kids that were in his age, they would come get him. Can yep. Kurt sit with us? Yeah. And where'd go? yep And he was just totally accepted. Mm-hmm. And that's changed over the years. You didn't used to see that.
0: No, uh, uh-uh. and now, you know, like um, we have, I have a friend who, uh, Shane and Susie, mm-hmm. Bevins and Brody. Yep. You know, Brody, did Brody graduate, Brody graduated, didn't he? Yes. Yeah. Brody's done. I mean, he was homecoming king. Yep.
1: All, you know, he it, stayed in public school all the way because yeah. the programming was there and it wasn't when Curtis was mm-hmm. little, but now it is. And I'm so glad. Yeah. Yeah. Was, it's so cool to see. He was, Brody was um member of the marching band. Yep. And he was a drummer. Yep. And they took him under, everybody took him under their wings. Yeah. And he, it's just nice to see.
0: It is. And, and you know, I guess things change and as you learn more about it, life, it, it's it's not like such a closeted thing. No. You know, anymore. And
1: it was still kind of a closeted thing when, when Curtis was born in 1982. It yeah. was not something that you would Joyfully tell everybody that your baby has Down syndrome. Right. It was difficult. And I honestly was afraid to tell my dad. Mm-hmm. And that's awful. But yeah. I was afraid to tell my dad. Yeah. Because my parents were kind of, I won't say bigoted, but they were old school. Mm hmm. And they didn't understand it. Yeah. And it was a learning curve for them too. Mm hmm. Um, they learned a lot. And dad accepted him. I mean, it was just. Mm hmm. I'll never forget the first time when he f- came home for that week. We dropped at my parents to see him because they'd not seen him, and he because yep. he'd been in ICU forever. And I walked in thinking, "Oh my God, this is going to be terrible." I felt bad because I had a, right. a defective child. Yeah, is how I felt in my head because yep. I still hadn't wrapped my head around it. Yeah, it was whatever. And my mom walked over and she picked him up mm-hmm. and whisked him off into the other room, just like any other baby. And that was probably a turning point for me when yeah. I, it finally was like, we're okay, be okay, yeah, we're gonna be okay, yeah. You know, and that's tough. It that part was hard. Yeah, that I mean I'll admit it, that was that was tough for me. Yeah, because I mean the like the last thing you really want to do is disappoint your parents. Well, well, and they were already disappointed because we had five children or six children and they just thought <laughs> I was terrible. Blah blah blah. That's a whole nother story. <laughs> but um, I I was scared to take him to my parents, and yeah. that's I. Sh- it's horrible to say it out it loud. It seems
0: silly, but yeah. But I mean, like that's how you feel. That's how you feel. Yeah. And I did.
1: I just that's how I felt. Yeah. But we we survived. Yeah. Wow. And he's he's doing well. He he works at Goodwill in Old Wine. He loves his he's not a front he likes to work in the back. He does, yeah, he not, doesn't
0: he's not like the He's not
1: the social, he's not the greeter from Walmart. No he's not gonna be like that. No, um, it takes a while for him to warm up to somebody. They do make him rotate to the front, and he doesn't like it. Yeah, but he does it <laughs> grudgingly. But he's the best vacuumer they have. Yeah, because he's very meticulous. He, he gets is every tiny little thing off the floor, and if yep. he can't get it with the vacuum, he picks it up with his fingers. That's good. So they they like his vacuuming skills. Yeah, um, he's branched out. They've done a couple other little things. He'll bag groceries at Fairway. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah, that's a new thing. Oh, fun. And, and it's not always scheduled, so I don't ever know when they're going to uh-huh. do it. But he's done that a few times. The bagging the grocery part's easy. Mm-hmm. It's the asking the person if they're having a nice day or whatever. He's He stumbles with that. Yeah, he's that not whole... good at
0: that. He, that whole... He's... Yeah, we're totally opposite there. Like, I'll talk to anybody, yeah. and he's like...
1: Nah, he'll he'll listen. Yeah. And he'll be friendly in a standoffish way, but he yeah. does not want to converse. Yeah, he doesn't want to talk to you. And that... He still doesn't. <laughs> but... Um, cause, but Roger goes with him when they do that and they yeah. do it one-on-one and, and he bags groceries and Roger talks to people. So that's <laughs> funny. Out groceries, yeah. But <laughs> I could see that. That would work well. Roger's pretty cool like that. Yeah. It's, it's, he's successfully launched. That's just the only way I can say it. I know that he's, mm-hmm. he's going to be okay. No matter what happens with us yeah. or whatever Yeah.
0: And that was a worry. I mean, we had conversations oh gosh, about that huge
1: worry. Yeah, who's going to be responsible and and whatever. But he's doing good. He don't need us.
0: No, he doesn't. He just which needs,
1: is cool. He just needs us to buy him more Legos and Mountain Dew and um, uh-huh. whatever. He just. It, I just um. I gift
0: cash now. <laughs> like excited about that. Yeah, too. he he likes greenbacks and the bigger they are, the better they are.
1: <laughs> and He understands the yeah. the value of money. Yeah, he well.
0: understands cold hard cash. That we we speak that good language. Yep. And he also he also loves gift cards. Yes.
1: He, he Yep. It's just he's just a cool he's a cool dude. He is a cool dude. And like um I can't imagine our family without him. Yes.
0: I I don't know like you know, you th- you think about all the hard things, and then and then you know you're like, oh wow, but but we did hard things. But would and we did. Good I hard wouldn't. Things. Yeah, I wouldn't change it. Like I wouldn't be the person I am today. Without no, it.
1: none of us would be. No, none of us would be. No. We've all learned a lot in in weird ways. Things that you don't even think you need to learn. You learn.
0: Yeah, I learned how to remove Sharpie from paint.
1: Well, I had that. <laughs> I had that same experience when Amy had.
0: Oh, had clay. That's right. Because he took a sharpie brand, and drew all no, over.
1: It was it was Maddie and and Caden. Brand new Tahoe. Yeah, and they leather drew all interior over sitting in the driveway. <laughs> I went out to install the baby seat yep. the ba- base, and there was black sharpie everywhere. I will my never forget that. Oh my god! Because I called you. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? They're going to go pick up this new baby, and, and oh, my God. And Amy's new car. Amy's brand new. Had it been Brooke,
0: she'd have been like, bah,
1: whatever. Yeah. Not Amy. And <laughs> of, of everything that was in that house that we tried, Windex was what took most of it off. Uh-huh. And I was so proud. I thought I had it all off. Yep. And it was everything. And, well, Matt said when they opened the back to put the big baby bag in, I missed that back seat. Yep. And they had written all over the face. <laughs>
0: Have kids, they said. It'll be fun. Yeah.
1: Oh, my gosh. Oh, but, yeah. Man. I learned how to take it off, too. Yeah. Windex wor- does wonders.
0: Yeah. Windex works. Alcohol pads work. Um, I'm trying to hairspray. They say. I've never tried it. I haven't it tried hairspray. But, like you have
1: the lacquer to deal with.
0: Because that day, you know, we had ice cream buckets underneath there. And I'm just pouring shit into ice cream buckets. And it's a wonder I didn't, like, mix two things mm. and end up killing all of us. But, you know, when you're, like. 11, 12, 13 years old, and you're just like, that wall was big. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know, 10 foot long, and there's a huge fucking mural, of black sharpie. Yeah, it was the largest wall in the house. Yeah, he drew all over it. I get, oh
1: my God. <laughs> the things that we thought were horrible back then that really aren't are no big deal. Just paint.
0: Yeah, it's just paint. I mean, it just was just paint. marker and just paint, but uh, it was my responsibility because <laughs> I was the one in charge, yep. so
1: it's my ass. Yeah. Oh, goodness. But see, we all survived. Yeah, we did survive. And he's fun. He is. He is fun. He's a lot of work sometimes where he was. He's not now. He's just a joy to be around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nothing bothers him a whole lot. Mm-mm. Um. All the crap going on in the world and stuff, he's just oblivious, he oblivious is, to yeah. it. And. I wish sometimes I could live in his head. Yeah.
0: Sometimes ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Your phone is ringing. My now. phone is ringing. Mine's been sitting here going off in my pocket. Yeah. So I suppose um, that's been about an hour. And that cover, I mean, that's pretty we much a lot. a lot of everything. Yeah.
1: He's he's a cool kid. We had no warning. Um, I'm glad we didn't have any warning. Yeah. Because you didn't have time to just like totally mind screw it to death. No, we did not. Um, the only thing we had was getting him through the next hour. Yeah. Is he going to make it through the next hour? Yeah. Is he going to make it through the next day? Yeah. Um, and in the beginning, it was not a good thing. Mm-hmm. Had he been born in Independence where the other four had been born, he'd have died mm-hmm. because they didn't have the equipment, the knowledge, the nothing to resuscitate him. They wouldn't him. have known what to do with him. No. They w- and he was obviously a Down syndrome child by looking at him. Yep. And the doctor probably would have not been aggressive at all. hmm Because old school. Yeah. He, they would have not done Times have changed a lot Times since have then. a lot. A lot. You know, now you know ahead of time. Um, mm-hmm. Like Brooke knew ahead of time with, with- With Jensen. With Jensen. Yeah. And those, knowledge is good. Mm-hmm. But back then, for me, it was better that we did not know. Mm-hmm. It just, you didn't have that stressor. hmm and he was, he was kind of a pain in the ass, but you know, he's redeemed himself, I guess. I think, I, I would have to say that, yeah,
0: as, as much as I like wanted to strangle him when we were kids, he has redeemed himself. And that was definitely, when he was in the hospital
1: with that accident, that was super hard. It was, yeah, it was hard for all of us. Yeah. Because we all thought that was it. Yeah. You know, the doctor even told us, you know, I don't know what his lungs are going to do. Yeah. And that night when they... Had to emergency put that second chest tube in. I was like, oh, that was awful. hmm That was awful. Yeah, and he didn't like that shit none. No. He was not happy camper. They, they tried to sedate him, and a lot of times that medicine does the opposite with him. Uh-huh. And they kind of learned that the hard way. Because <laughs> the doc wanted to look in his lungs, so they tried to sedate him to do that. Yeah. And the Versed did not put him to sleep. It yeah. did the exact opposite. The him up. Super strength, and man, he was fighting. N- not having it. No. Yeah. And they did not get a look, but the second chest tube did get put in. Uh huh. And um his lung reinflated, so we were good. Yeah. Otherwise it was off to the OR to try to stabilize things and that would not have ended well. No, uh uh-uh. Not at all. But he's he's happy, he's healthy, he's ornery as a day is long, and um I wouldn't change it for anything. Mm hmm. Yeah, same. Yeah, sometimes same. I miss that Sneaky little shit. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do the challenge. I don't
0: don't know if I would agree with that myself, but, you know.
1: But it's been a long time. You know, I kind of miss that part. And I see little bits of that in the little boys. Yes. But not, Curtis was a mastermind. He could run circles around him that way. And they told us he would never problem solve anything. He would not be able to do a two-step problem. Yeah, they're full of shit. It's like, how many steps did it take to get to the refrigerator, get the big container of 18 eggs out, put them on the floor, and systematically throw each one in the middle of the floor, mm-hmm. one after the other. <laughs> that was a little boy they told us was never going to be able to do anything. Yeah. Have you ever tried to get 18 slimy eggs off linoleum floor?
0: No, but I've tried to scoop them off of a fucking shitty carpet that's yeah. in my house yeah. before.
1: I'd ra- I'd trade you for the With, with a toddler who was covered in... eggs eggs and shells and slime and (laughs) i i didn't get angry because i was sitting there thinking haha told you he was smart yeah because he had to think of all the steps to do that yeah and they told us he'd never do that yeah (laughs) they was wrong
0: they were so wrong on so (laughs) many levels like i don't even think they could comprehend
1: no and once in a while we'll run into somebody who knew him as a little person yep and they're they're just amazed yeah um they're like that's curtis yeah i'm amazed It's like yeah that's kurt yeah and i tried to take him out to lunch this week but he was too busy yeah well i guess you better get planning ahead uh, yeah april said well next wednesday you could probably do it there you go like, okay <laughs> Just pencil me in pencil me in yeah basketball will be done and i won't be trucking back and forth for that
0: yeah that's good well i appreciate you it's taking the time to to talk about
1: well, this and the things we we remembered that we forgot. Oh, whew, yeah. But I I think Carmen was scarred for life. I really do. Probably. It <laughs> was it was awful, but it was it was funny. But yes, it wasn't funny for her. No, it was probably like earth shattering. Oh my god. And and yeah, she's she babies that one day. Yeah. She was gonna do. Probably day. scarred her for life. Yeah. Way funny. to go, Curtis. You ruined her. Yeah poor child yeah. she was just traumatized <laughs> she had I, like, I can't do this i'm not gonna do it oh. that was day one yeah and he was like three ish yeah. four maybe
0: rotten <laughs> rotten child rotten child all right well i guess we're gonna cut it out of here so um i appreciate you coming in yep. and um well, that's it, you guys. So I guess if you wanna hear any Curtis stories,
1: come find We'll us. have to dig out some pictures and post them this week. Yeah, this we month. should. I yeah, we should. Over at the old house, there's a whole tub that we did for graduation and stuff. I'll dig some out and yeah, share. That would be with good
0: That'd be good. All right. Well, we're gonna check out of here. Keep the dirty side down, friends, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks for listening today. I appreciate you guys so much. Really? Honestly, I do. Have a kick-ass day.